Yeah. So I know that it's difficult trying to get a time. There's so many of you in this group that it's difficult to get a time where everybody can make it. So there was a period where we did a little Sunday setup that was pre-recorded. So what I was thinking possibly, so that everybody can get it, is I do these recordings every week and then I put it on Spotify so that you can listen to it while you're walking and that kind of thing. Um, and then maybe every two weeks or every month we have a big kind of goal setting. So tonight is all about goal setting because it dawned on me, I was speaking to someone, might have even been you, Tracy, when we were talking about how long is it to the end of the year? I was like, shit, three months, that can't be right. And then it, well, I was like, yeah, it is. It's almost, we're almost three quarters of the way through this year already. We've got a quarter of the year to go. So I thought it'd be a really good time to start doing some concentrated efforts. And Tracy's on the call tonight. She's just come off a six-week programme. Some of you guys that were on here did the six-week programme as well. And it was really good having a concentrated amount of time to really concentrate on a goal. So I thought if we spend the next couple of weeks getting some goals in place, getting some kind of tactics in place, and then go September, October, November, um, December, still December, um, with little four or five week segments of just being able to go for one particular thing. So if you could spend, for example, September nailing your nutrition and then October going all in on your training and then October, November, <laughs> November, really fine tuning your steps, getting more steps in. Imagine how much more on point you would be by the time you got to the end of 2023 and then we'll reflect on the goals that we all set because we all did a big goal set session in January if you were with me then and reflect and see where we've come from, what we've achieved and I'm going to hope you surpassed all of it. So that's my theory. So I'm going to put a wee bit of science in this. The positive psychology part of this and hope theory is all about how goal setting can enhance your life and make you feel happier overall. So they find generally people who have clinical depression, they lack direction in their life. They don't have goals. They're usually unemployed. So when you've got a job, you've got a sense of purpose and vision for your day. You know what you're setting out to achieve. You know the reason that you're doing things. It gives it meaning and purpose. And setting a goal for yourself, whether that's fitness, whether that's in your work. Have I frozen? Am I back? Did I? No, it's freezing on my screen. I'm just checking my Wi-Fi. My son's probably downloading a big, massive game on his but if you have that that's that clear vision so it's kind of like the sat nav like if you don't program in the right destination you're not going to get there are you? you're going to get to a completely different destination it's the same when they talk about planes flying and if they go one percent of course so this is their, their flight path on a long haul journey and if that that direction is just one percent off by the time they reach their destination, it's way over here and we're trying to get here. So fine tuning as much as we can, but having that clear vision of what you want to do. We've spoken in the six week program about having some scary goals. This might be a time to explore them. And if you don't have a scary goal, let's get you a scary goal. So I'm not gonna bore you to tears on the science around the hope theory, but the best explanation I could find um, around hope is hope happens when your rational self meets your emotional self in the pursuit of clear want-to goals that excite you with multiple pathways to help you navigate obstacles, dogs kicking in, and the commitment to take the actions necessary to see them through. So I'll break that down a wee bit. So we've got our goal. Now, if your goal doesn't excite you or slash scare you a little bit, it's not a big enough goal. It's not an important enough goal to do the hard stuff when 
life happens when obstacles get thrown in your way. So you've got to want to do it and it's got to excite you. So sometimes people will say, I have to lose weight. Who says? The doctor maybe says, their family maybe say, but do you want to? Do you want to? You've got to want to do it. It's got to be a little bit exciting. You've got to be like, oh, imagine if I could do that. So, for example, high rocks for me excites and terrifies me, but in a good way. So the terrified bit makes me work harder. Plus, make sure I need to put some work in here. <laughs> this isn't just going to happen. So I want to do it. It excites me and it scares me a little bit. And then you've got multiple pathways. So this is kind of where coaching comes in. So it's not a, a one-size-fits-all, like a cookie-cutter um, health and fitness program. There's lots of ways to do it. And we spoke about that at the start of all your journeys, that there's more than one way to apply the fundamental basis of fat loss. So if life happens, if you're injured, if you're sick, if you've got a three-week holiday in the Caribbean, lucky you, but there's still a way around it. So we can navigate the obstacles, but you've got that commitment to take the actions necessary to see them through, even when you don't feel like it. Even when you can't be asked, you're still going to do it because you've got a very strong reason to do it. You want to do it, it excites you and it's a wee bit scary. So that gives you a little bit of hope, a little bit of hope as to what would be possible if you could achieve it. And a little bit of the, oh shit, what have I done? That's like the perfect mixture, perfect mixture. So working towards a goal is important on all aspects of our wellness, more so than actually achieving the goal itself. And I can be testament to that. My big kind of scary goal was my first um, photo shoot that I did. That was way out of my comfort zone. I hate getting my photo taken. I hate people looking at my body. <laughs> so this was all the things I hate dieting. So all the things that I really don't like, but I wanted to challenge myself. So the challenge was good. And that first photo shoot taught me a lot. I grew so much confidence. I would not be sitting here doing this now had I not done that first photo shoot. The photo shoot itself was about three hours long and over and done with. And then you're like, oh, so it's the journey. And you'll find that all the things that you've learned on the journey is what is the fulfilling part. Hitting that goals only ever, like if you hit that weight on the scales or you fit into that dress, a very short part of your journey, isn't it? Um, and the committing to a goal provides you with a sense of purpose it makes you feel like you have got control over your life and a sense of autonomy and that's why I never say do this, this, this and this I tell you what's going to help you lose weight but you're grown ass, grown ass adults you have the autonomy to do whatever you want to do I'm just going to help you steer the ship so I know from speaking to loads of women who are like oh, I really need to do something and I've been thinking about phoning you for God knows how long that as soon as they make the phone call, they've no nutrition plan, they've nothing. They've just literally agreed to sign up. And they feel better already. They already feel more in control because they've now got a committed goal. And they've seen that it's possible and that there's ways to navigate obstacles. So when they say, oh, it's just, I just don't have enough time. Well, how about we do this? How about we do that? There's loads of ways. And then owning the process and owning your progress is really important. And that's why I ask you for your wins. So we've got a goal to work towards. That will make you feel better in, in itself. You feel like you've got control over your life. You've got autonomy over it. And you can own your wins every single week. Um, makes you feel confident and motivated. So people that always say, I couldn't have done it without you. Coaching has its place. I have a coach, you all know that. Um, and there's support and accountability. But you guys do all the work. So owning that 
those results. I help you. I don't do any of it for you. And I've said before, like all my clients get the same. Some get great results, some don't. And it's not to do with any differing advice. It's what they do with that advice. So monitoring your goal progress is good at self-regulation. And then, so the people that skive off their, their check-ins, for example, and we're not reflecting and we're not monitoring, it's more a case of la, 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 la. If I don't look at it, it doesn't matter. It's still happening. So if you monitor your progress, you're more likely to change behaviours. You might not like what that progress is that week. I certainly don't like my progress over the last two weeks. Certainly do not. But it makes me feel empowered to know, right, I can do something about this. My body's held me hostage a little bit. <laughs> but... I can do things. There are still things I can do. I can still go for a walk. I can still pay attention to my nutrition. I can still rest. So there's all things I can do. So again, that kind of autonomy that I've got around that. So okay, again, I'll not bore you to tears with this, but the benefits of being hopeful or having that hope around something you're more resilient, you cope better with stress, less anxiety, depression, depression more meaning in life, um, higher levels of performance across the board. You're more engaged with relationships, with your job, better job satisfaction, um, more creative. You set higher performance goals because once you start hitting small goals, you suddenly go, oh, maybe I'm capable of something else. And each one of you will have been able to see this, that when you signed up, you're like, oh, I'm not doing all that. High rocks or tough mudder or not that no not tough mudder Mike tough all these things and I was speaking to Gillian this afternoon who said not she started last February and she said not a pink fit would she be doing any of this stuff and here she is signing up for everything so you will create get bigger and bigger performance goals you're more motivated academic performance can be improved and you set like clear goals so that um, dream believe achieve. Same thing, if you think you can, you're right. If you think you can't, you're also right. You can and you will. So if you've got a hopeful, positive outlook towards your goal, it's much more likely to happen. So I'm not going to go through this just now. I'm going to put it on the group. But this is a little test of how hopeful you are. Um, and there's a scale of false it's true. There's a whole load of questions. I'm going to put them on the group, though, and you can go through them in your own time. But it's lots of different questions about how you think about yourself. Um, can think of things, many ways to get things in life that are most important to me. I worry about my health. Even when others get discouraged, I know I can find a way to solve a problem. All these things. Um, I come out quite high on this. Um, James says I'm a fantasist. Because <laughs> people like, that's not possible. I'm like, no, it is. It is, and I don't know how, but it is. Um, and you know that there was, in, in terms of the business as well, who would be the first to admit it, he completely didn't think I could do anything like this. Not on my abilities, he just thought in the area, like people will want this kind of thing. And I was like, nah, nah, I know it will. And he's, he readily says he will eat, eat his words. Um, I was only ever meant to have the tiny little room at the back of the gym. That was going to be my little PT studio. That, that was the original plan. I've gradually taken over. We also an emotion to evict him also. <laughs> um, but it's just that no, there is there is a need for it and there is a way and there's a way to get out there. And I think the, the is, it would be very easy to say, well, you know, women over 40 don't really spend money on themselves, on their health, and that, like it's not going to be a thing. You're not going to make a living out of it. 
keep doing it part time. I was like, no, I'll, I'll absolutely find a way. So you can see that. And then the, the opposite, you could say when James walked into that building, <laughs> he was very hopeful that that would be a gym. Absolute. I think shithole would be describing it favorably. Like I just walked in and went, are you having a laugh? Like what? But he could see that. So he was hopeful that that would turn into a gym. And I was just going to just shit everyone. <laughs> what is this? Um, so having that vision made it a reality. That gym would never be what it was if I had walked in there. I would have walked in and went, no thanks, and walked back out again. That's what would have happened. So you can see how having that clear vision, and he could picture it. And then there's a way of scoring it as well, but we will do that. I'll let you do that in your own time. I'll post it in the group. So we're going to set goals, but we're going to set meaningful goals. So it's about how do you make it exciting and meaningful and it has um, a detrimental effect or a negative effect that you don't want to experience if you don't do the do. So there are a range of benefits to right now life goals. These can be fitness goals, but I'm going to encourage you to have other things outside of fitness. So it might be something to do with your career or your relationship. It could be health in general. Um, I did a big goal setting session with one of my coaches about three or four weeks ago and I actually thought, I, I, I don't know what I want. I don't know what my goals are. And what I discovered was it was all feelings. It was all feelings that were my goals. And then I had to reverse engineer from there to figure out, well, how do I feel like that? Ironically, one of them was to feel full of health and vitality. <laughs> it's not quite working out just yet, but I will. I will. Um, so it facilitates a release of emotion. So if you can connect, so on that thing, when I was the way, the way we went through it was picturing your ideal life. And I couldn't picture, I love my house. I have no intention. I, I love my house. This is my forever home. So I don't want a bigger house or a different house. Okay. I like my car. I don't really want a different car. So it was, you know, you're going through all these things that you think, like, what is it? And it was actually, I want to feel really good. I want to feel calm, happy, want to have lots of energy. And it was all feelings. And once I could connect with that, I was like, that's it. And this rush of emotions of, that's it. That's the goal. And that's what I tell you guys all the time, isn't it? But it took me a wee bit of digging to figure that one out for myself. Um, it can improve with self-regulation. So you're far less likely to go off track all the time. So again, we've got this clear vision. It's exciting. We know what we want to do. And you're you're be able to regulate yourself better and think, no, you don't want to go on a big binge. You don't want to go and finish off that packet of biscuits because I've got this plan and it excites me. It helps identify your internal conflicts and pathways to resolve them. So that could be things along the lines of, but I really like biscuits, but also I want to lose weight. So how do we resolve that? How do we bring it in? And again, that's where coaching comes in. That's where you use me. Um, it helps you to recognize your priorities and values. So that was a big eye opener for me of thinking, it's not about a nice house. And, and I know that's easy to say, but if I'm saying, oh, I've got my dream house, it's easy to say it's not about having a house. But I think when, you, when you're there, actually that didn't that didn't tick the box like what is it what is it so it helps me prioritize my values having closeness with my family is a huge value because we're so busy and in different places and the kids are older now and they're kind of doing their own thing i've realized that's important too so visualizing your best possible future results is something that if you can connect with that emotion then that's something that really really will then have a big driving force towards you achieving those goals. So a meaningful goal, what does it mean? So it's something that is more about just the new, more 
about more than just you. Um, so it's interpersonal in some way. So it can be serving others. It can be co collaboration with others. Um, so in what I do, I suppose that's interpersonal, but I always see it as a bit of a selfish thing because I get so much enjoyment out of it. So yes, I'm helping others, but I get a lot out of it as well. Um, and things that I've done, I used to help in kennels and they used to thank me every day I left and I'd be like, no, thank you. Like, I absolutely love it. So that kind of thing where it benefits you, but it also benefits other people, that's a pretty meaningful goal. Um, and it has to have an important personal meaning to you. So the personal meaning for me in coaching is I struggled a lot with my body, with how I felt about my body, with my mental health around food. And I really want to make sure other people get help with that because there was no help for me so that saying of like be the be the person you needed when you were younger that spoke to me hugely um and so it's a passion and it's something that I get to call work and I know I'm very lucky in being able to do this so if you've got a really crappy job I know you'll be like all right okay Fiona but there'll be something in there it might not be a job for you but having a goal around something like that is hugely satisfying so within that there's two different goals it, yeah, two different types of goal. A maintenance goal, which is something that you would live by every day. So almost like your non-negotiables. So your maintenance goals might be around your steps, your water, your nutrition, etc. And then your enhancement goals are how you can improve on that. So let's say your maintenance goals are your, your kind of five pillars, your sleep, your hydration, your nutrition, your training and your steps. And then the enhancement goal might be, okay, I've signed up for Hyrox or I've signed up for Glencoe or whatever it may be, your, your big scary goal. Now, how do I enhance each of these and build on the good things to make it better? So positive psychology builds on, sorry, works on building your strengths, working on your strengths. So a lot of people say strengths and weaknesses. If it's a weakness, let's just call it a weakness. And why spend so much time on something you're not good at? What are you good at? And how can you use those skills to help you to live a better, more fulfilling life. And when you start looking at that, at the things that you're good at, like how can you make, even a negative thing, how can you make that a positive? So um, overthinkers generally see that as a negative thing, but that can be a really positive thing if you've got a job that requires huge attention to detail or you have to go through documents with a fine tooth comb. Being an overthinker can really help you there. So think about your good and your bad or not so favorable qualities and how can you use them in a positive way towards your life enhancing goal does that make sense does that make sense so i am katie who helps with my admin if she listens to this she will tell you in her mind i am the most disorganized person ever in my mind it's very organized it works for me but when i brought someone else in she's like you know what on earth is this but i have I know where everything is I know how it works it's only when I've got to try and show someone else they think what but also I've got that mindset of not we'll make it happen we'll make it happen and things happen it might not be nice and neat and tidy for an admin person to then come in at the back of me and try to try and tidy up but shit will happen and I would rather have a messy um action or that thing of imperfect action over zero action. I'd rather have some messy action than zero action at all. Poor Katie's like, oh my dear God, what is this? It's a spreadsheet. I started it, I've not finished it yet because I'm off onto my next exciting thing. But it, it works 
And then being able to think about, okay, so I know I need an admin person. I'm terrible at admin. So then I've got Katie to come and help me. But what are your what are your strengths and how can you double down on them? So building on the good things and making them even better. So you might have, so I would say in terms of family life, we've got an okay family life. Could definitely be better. It could definitely be, be better. Okay, let's set some goals. What, you might not have an idea just now, Tracy, you're the only person, so I'm going to pick on you. But what would be a meaningful goal for you? If you don't know, that's fine. You can type or you can unmute or set the chat box up. And then we want to think about breaking it down. So for me, I want to, connection's a big thing for me. I, I like to break it down into like singular words. Connection's a big thing, especially with my family. And I think when we were building the gym and building the business, that kind of went in different ways. Um, so connection there, where I can, it's changed. My kids don't particularly need me anymore. They're just like, I'm out. Bye. Um, so finding time for that is, and making it a priority because it's very easy when they're not that arsed that they, they would be quite happy not to do it, to just let it slip. But that's an important thing. Spending time with James is an important thing for me because when we don't do it, that's when things go wrong. Um, making sure that I'm present at work. Difficult. It's difficult when you've got all these things going on. So then how can we break it down into maintenance goals so that I've got a, a baseline that I don't go under? like kind of the minimum that I'm prepared to show up with and then how can I make it even better how can I make it even better I'll let you have a wee think Tracy um, and then we want to think about like what puzzles might come up what obstacles might come up and what can you use to try and solve them before they do so for me it's always overwhelm it's always getting too busy. So that whole, no, no, I'll make it happen. I'm making five things happen at once. Too much, Fiona. You can't do all that. Who can't do all that? I can't do all that. It's got its downfall sometimes. And that's when things like, I forget to reply to someone. And that's not showing up as the, the coach I, I want to show up with. Or nipping at the kids. Or nipping at James. That's when that happens. So being able to put in a, a almost like a, Recovery pack, but when I can see that happening, how can I how can I avoid that happening as much as possible? And again, life's not perfect, but it, so it will happen. But how can I almost have my emergency first aid kit for when I metaphorically scrape money and start getting overwhelmed and taking on too many things? So in that, for me, is things like walking in nature, is taking some time off, going to bed and watching Netflix. Sometimes I just have to go. I'm out. And I go upstairs and I shut the door and I put Netflix on. I watch some murder documentaries, nice and relaxing, and a couple hours. And that's sometimes all I need is to be reset. But what's in your recovery box? Like when things get overwhelming or you go off track, what's in your wee first aid kit that you can pull out and stick a plaster over your skin knee? And can you adopt that growth mindset? So that hope theory, I can and I will. I'll find a way to make it work. I can't do it yet. Lots of people, I can't do it. I just can't. I, I've seen comments when people have spoken about coming to the gym on Facebook. There's a big stinking teddy bear sized wasp on the window. And um, when people have put a post on Facebook and people are like, oh, hats off to you. I couldn't do it. I just can't do it. Whether you think you can or you can't, you're right. 
So just adopting that growth mindset and that, okay, shit happens. Maybe something happens, you're injured, um, things get overwhelming at work, your attention's taken elsewhere with whatever family, work, there's still a way to go. Maybe not exactly how you want it to be, but think about how you can adopt the growth adopt a growth mindset for obstacles that are gonna and are going to crop up. That's that's a definite. That's gonna happen. So having a, like a little plan first aid kit. What's your self talk like? Do you believe that you're gonna hit your goals? If you don't, again, whether you think you can or you can't, you're right. If you don't believe you're gonna hit your goals, your body's gonna say well, or your mind's gonna say well. There's no point in going to the gym tonight when, like, have a rest on the couch because chances are you're not going to hit your goal anyway. Or I can't do it, therefore, well, there's no point even trying because, well, I can't do it. So why would I even try? So have a think about if you don't believe that you can meet your goals, why not? Now, it might be that it is, I mean, if I say, right, I want to come first in Hydrox in um, February, it's probably not going to happen. It's probably a bit of a stretch goal for it to happen this year. So maybe I don't quite believe that one. But can I go and give it a, be a fairly good contender? Yep, I can indeed. What if there's obstacles in your way? What are you going to do? So the last high rocks I had to pull out of because mum wasn't well. There have been high, high rocks obstacles along the way. Um, what if there are obstacles in your way? What are you going to do? So you can have your hope and your motivation, or you can rely on willpower. Willpower is a very flimsy thing. It's a bit like motivation. Comes and goes. Comes and goes. It's not a constant. So we need something else in there to help keep the wheels turning when obstacles rear their head. So have a think. What obstacles will get in your way? And how can you already have a plan of how to get around them so that if it does happen, you're like, that's all right, got a plan for this. Already got my first aid kit at the ready to come out and work around this. How are you going to keep going to your goals when you feel unmotivated? That's a big question. Because you, at the beginning, when you set your goal and you're feeling hopeful and you've got that vision, you've connected with the emotion, you can feel yourself and you can feel how amazing it feels, you forget that at some point you're going to be unmotivated. If you all remember the, the emotional cycle of change, the valley of despair, you're going to hit that at some point. How are you going to ensure that you hit your maintenance goals no matter what? So that's your non-negotiables. And one of the good tips there is to make them pretty easy. Pretty easy. So for most of you, those five steps, sleep, nutrition, hydration, um, training, and what have I missed? Sleep, hydration. Anyway, you should know them. I don't, obviously. Um, but how are you going to hit them? They should be pretty automatic by now. And if they're, if they're not bang on every day, they're there, thereabouts. You should all have that nailed. So that can be your baseline. That's your maintenance goals. You know that if that slips, then things start to go. So for me, it's only been three days out of 10 that I've hit my steps. That is never heard of for me. So that has slipped. Again, necessary to rest while I wasn't well. But um, how can you make it easy? How can you make it really easy? Other than that, I hit my steps and my nutrition, my sleep's pretty good. I hit, I hit that most days without too much effort. But in the last 10 days or so, I haven't. I haven't got as much fresh air and exercise as I would normally. My nutrition's not been as on point as it normally is. 
and I haven't felt good because of it. So my maintenance has slipped. You need self-belief in your ability and in the means of achieving your goal. So if you think, okay, I can do it, but the way Fiona said me to do it, that's not going to work for me, then we need to have a chat. We need to have a chat about it because if you don't believe in the means of doing it, then again, it's not going to succeed. Absolutely vital to your success. So what are you going to do when you feel unmotivated? And how are you going to ensure that you hit those non-negotiables, those maintenance goals, no matter what? Have a little think. Once you do this groundwork, the rest of it is pretty easy because we, when you get unmotivated, that's when normally the wheels come off a little bit. But it's all right, because we've already got a plan of what we're going to do when we're unmotivated. It's absolutely fine. Not a drama, is it? Ah, I recognise this, Valley of Despair. Here's my toolkit to get myself out of here. And so it's not a drama. It is not a drama. All right. I am going to fire up some goal-setting spreadsheets, uh, spreadsheets, worksheets, um, so that we can start focusing on this over the next two weeks. And then when we get to the beginning of September, we are going to set your crystal clear goals. Now, I'm going to set this up as a little 90-day challenge. So we used to, a lot of you will have come on a 90-day challenge of the 12-week programs that we used to do. It's going to be 90 days. And you can opt in or you can opt out. But if you opt in, you're in. So this is the ultimate in accountability. This is the ultimate in smashing your goals for the end of 2023. Not a program that you have to pay for. This is part of what you've got, but we're going to go for it. And we're going to have Team FLF finish in 2003 on freaking fire, on absolute fire. All right, so I'll pop them up in the group. Um, and we're just going to spend this week thinking about it. We're going to do a bit of mindset work over the next couple of weeks. Well, tail end of next week, we'll get really fine-tuning goals, those goals, and then beginning of September, we'll get to work. Right, we have four and a bit months left. Is that right? Three and a bit months left. Three and a half months left. To the end of 2023. I feel like it was just Christmas. I don't feel like we're eight and a bit months in. Um, August has just disappeared altogether. Um, so what are you going to start taking action on now? I'm going to join in with this as well. I will, and um, someone can volunteer to be the coach for that week and I'll send my check-in through to them. But I'm going to do it. So use everything that's there because let's go for it. Why not? Why not indeed? 2023 hasn't exactly gone bang on plan for me so far. That doesn't mean I can't finish on plan. So that is what I intend to do. So a couple of weeks of getting headspace in the right place, um, getting those goals down on paper, and then we get to work 28th of August. No point waiting until the Wednesday. We might as well start on the, on the Monday. <sighs> Can't end alive without saying this coming. Nothing changes if nothing changes. So if you were at the beginning of 2023 going, this is my year, I'm going to smash it, I'm going to do it, and you're not quite there, or it wasn't quite the year that you planned, Mine hasn't been. I've not done the things that I wanted to do. Um, external circumstances, but again, doesn't mean it can't happen before the end of the year. Um, so I'm going to make changes, absolutely make changes. And you can and you will. Definitely. There you go. Right, Tracy's yeah. in. I've got one in. I've got one in. Um, I'm going to put a little poll on the group because, as I say, we used to do these pre-recorded. We could do monthly goal-setting ones, and then I used to do like a Sunday setup. 
that went out on a Sunday. It was a podcast or you could watch it on a live. And I think a lot more of you were able to interact with that at a time that suits you. It's so difficult trying to get everybody on. But that's us. Have you got any questions, Tracy? It's just you. No, I'm happy. I'm happy. I feel quite positive. Yeah. Perfect. I've done yeah. the little mock-up of your picture so far. Then over to you just now. Yeah. Um, brilliant. Um, yeah. But yeah, if you're watching this on playback or listening to it, I'll do this one as a podcast. Um, then just find me over a message if you need anything at all. But let's go. Let's go. We can get 12 weeks before the end of the year and absolutely smash it. All right. Have a good evening. Thank you. Bye. Bye-bye.